Hey, thanks for listening to the Morning X This Week podcast. Hey, if you're listening to this on the website at thexrockford.com, don't forget you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and now on Spotify. We are fancy as fudge. Anyway, here are the clips. Enjoy. 1049 The Morning X, it is Kev, and uh, yeah, we're doing the no Christmas music guarantee here, so maybe you're not caught up on all the Christmas music that's out there, but there's this one, Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. <laughs> that's my favorite Christmas song, uh, because he goes on this kind of drunk-sounding rant at the beginning of the song. The wind's whipping down the boardwalk. <laughs> He's like, hey, everybody. Hey, man. Hey, man. You guys know what time it is? Like what? What? Oh, Christmas time! You guys all, you guys all been good and practicing real hard. Have another yeah. one. Have another Don't one, Bruce. You've been, you've been rehearsing real hard now. Have so another fifth of vodka. Everybody out there been good or what? <laughs> Audience doesn't give oh, a crap. Not many, not many. You guys <laughs> in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry. Damn. You better Just uh, you know, come to the conclusion that Bruce was totally sauced uh, during that performance of that song that night. Uh, I don't know if he's always drunk on stage. I've never seen him, but he is definitely a little bit sauced. But I don't know if you knew this, but he is still performing that song live on stages uh, across America, and uh, we have an updated uh, recording of it. Wind whipping down a boardwalk. And you're going to go Christmas shopping and buy a toy for your kid, but you got fired from your job from calling somebody the wrong pronoun. And you're still pissed off at Santa Claus from 100 years ago when he didn't bring you a Super Nintendo. <laughs> hey, Ben! Yeah. yeah? What time of year is it? Christmas, Christmas time. time. What? Christmas time. Christmas time. What? <laughs> Christmas time. Hold on. What did you say? Christmas time. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> hey, Clarence. Oh, man, I forgot Clarence died. Who the hell's my saxophone player? <laughs> what do you mean I ain't got no saxophone player? <laughs> everybody out there been good. Uh, what do you mean everybody left? I still got to sing 45 more songs. <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout, I'm telling you why. Say. Santa Claus is good. Too tough. God bless you, Bruce. 1049. The Morning X will return after Kev's done crop dusting the country station. 149 Morning Exit is Kev's Monday morning. Matt Hall, how was your weekend? Bah humbug. Bah humbug? I'm just, I'm tired of Christmas. I hate it all and I want it to be done with. You're not in the spirits? I'm done with it. It stinks and I don't like it. <laughs> See, Matt Hall does uh, the morning show down on B103 and they are 100% Christmas music. I can't. The music, all the Christmas shopping and the people everywhere, I'm done with it all. You don't like positivity? I'm done. It's no, the season for me to get pissed. You're not even in the happy mood at all? Nope. That's over. <laughs> My Christmas joy ended last week. Well, you're going to hate this segment uh-huh. then because this is called Good News. Oh, my <laughs> 
We like to cleanse your palate every Monday morning because uh, you know, all the news is is crappy. And they, they don't seem to focus on the positive stories, the stories of people helping people around the world. And I like to give a report of the, the good things going on around the country uh, once every, every week on Monday. So here we go. We'll start with a restaurant owner in Mayfield, Kentucky. Uh, she went out in her food truck and is giving out free meals to first responders, workers, and victims of that tornado that happened down there. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, she's the Infinity Farms co-owner. Her name is Amber Hayes, and she and her employees loaded up the truck, headed out to ground zero of the tornado to feed anybody who needed it. And they initially planned to be there for just a day. Uh, but with support from the community members and organizations, they are going to be able to stay out there for several weeks handing out free meals. I like it. People helping people. There you go. You in a better mood yet? Um, that's getting me there. All right. Let's, let's do another story then. Okay. This is going to sound like an awful story, and it's going to turn good. All right. A woman was leaving her home in Glenburn, Maine one morning last week. She slipped and fell on the ice and sliced her wrist open during the fall. Yikes. Yeah, a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. And her 16-year-old son, Cyrus, jumped in to help and formed a tourniquet with his shoelaces until the ambulance arrived and he saved his mother's life. How did he learn how to do a tourniquet, Matt? Probably from some TV show or TikTok. Or Gray's Anatomy, Gray's Matt. Anatomy. Yes, Gray's Anatomy. So something good can come out from watching bad TV. Yeah, you learn a lot of things, you know, from, from those doctor shows. Yeah. Like Dr. House, who's a dick. You know what I learned from House? It's probably not lupus. <laughs> probably. Yeah, it's never lupus. He, 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 he was mean. <laughs> But he was great. I loved House. He was one of my favorite characters of course, he's on a great TV actor, ever. Too. You know, because he was such a jerk, but he cared. Mm-hmm. But you'd never know he cared. You know what I mean? But he secretly cared. Yeah, right. Um, a woman named Yoshimi Gonzalez, who's a waitress at a Salsa Lido's Mexican Grill in Riverton, Utah, got a huge tip a few nights ago, a group of 12 diners, having their annual Christmas party there at the restaurant, and left her a $1,700 tip. Ooh, that's nice. Yowza! I take that. Yeah, and, that, and that's great because uh, it's a time of year when uh, people should be a little more generous. You know, every time I found myself waiting tables, like the, the table that I would do the worst on, they give me the biggest tip. I always felt bad. So, like, if that was me, I bet I would have gave them terrible service and then I would have felt terrible about it. <laughs> You'd have been cranky that you had to work. Yeah. Been a oh, dick. great, a huge party. <laughs> great. <laughs> This is going to ruin my night, and they give me, I'm a terrible waiter the whole time, and then they give me a huge tip, and I feel bad. That's how it would work. Yeah, but I guarantee you're not going to follow much of the parking lot and be like, here, guys, I didn't deserve this. No, no, I would have kept it. No, that's, (laughs) you did stuff. Hey, man, I got to be a waiter. It's the least they You just stuffed it right down the front of your G string there. Uh, And this is just one of those stories where something awful happens, and uh, people band together to make it wonderful, okay? Um, A Salvation Army van uh, last Tuesday was stolen containing $6,000 worth of gifts to be donated to children in need. People are jerks. Why would you steal that? I don't know. Yeah, they are jerks. Uh, By the weekend, though, residents and business leaders had donated gifts and cash that more than made up for the theft. And officials in charge of the distribution event scheduled for today say that the donations may even allow them to uh, help more kids than they originally planned to. Excellent. Well, it all worked out for the better. See, people helping people, the community banding together. If you want to hear more positive stories like that from our own backyard, you can always check out rockrivercurrent.com. Oh, plug in the website. Good job. That's right. I'm doing my jobby. Well, I'm in a better mood. The Grinch's heart grew three times that day. Oh, good. <laughs> that is your weekly <laughs> dose of good news. We found a moldy breakfast sandwich behind the desk. And you know what? F*** it. We're going to eat it. We'll be right back. Or we'll be at the hospital. Either way, the Morning X will return somehow. 1049 The Morning X is Kev, Matt, and Chelsea in the room. Welcome, guys. What's going on? It's been a while. I know. I haven't, I haven't had you down in a while. I and was just here. 
it's because I haven't had any fun games to play. And I, I finally found one. Uh, I found a list from a U.S. company called uh, U.S. Captioning. They do subtitles for live TV uh, events. Oh, I love those guys. But they also come out with the annual list of the most mispronounced words... Of the year. So I have the list of the most mispronounced words in 2021. A lot of these come from pop culture. Some of them come from the news, etc. Things that people just can't seem to say. And we'll go ahead and start with Chelsea. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you the uh, uh, definition, then hand you the paper, and you have to read the word oh. off the paper. Okay, so this was okay. a new form of cryptocurrency in 2021, Chelsea. Here's your word. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. And that is, I believe, the way you're supposed to pronounce it. Dogecoin, Doge. yes, with a because, soft J. It's because Chelsea's going to be a Dogecoin billionaire <laughs> one day. She has like a bajillion of them. I actually just, we just sold our stocks. So <laughs> you said you weren't on. Oh, you. We we you sold them. Up. We sold it's them. Worth twenty five billion dollars, and you're going to miss out. Stop. A lot of people were saying doggy coin. Yeah, doggy coin. Because it is spelled dog e coin. Mm-hmm. So uh, I always thought it was Dodge coin, like the car. Dogecoin. No, uh, Doge. Yeah, Doge? There's, you're missing a D there. It's from the Dodge. official currency of outer space. <laughs> is it really? It, it is. is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> All right, Matt, moving on to you. Uh, this is an island in the Caribbean oh, that was hit really hard by hurricanes this year. Oh, great. Um. Oh, my gosh. You recognize that from the news at all? No. Shimzignelia? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Shimnelia. Shimzignolia. I don't know how to say it. You're pretty close. It's uh, Shimzignolia. Shimzignolia. Oh. Yeah. It was uh, an island. Okay. Uh, I remember Chelsea, that. Chelsea, this is a word, a Gen Z <laughs> term for uh, unfashionable or outdated. How would you pronounce it? Is it Chugi? It's Chugi. It's- you, you knew it was Chugi before <laughs> yes. I even said it. I've never heard that word before. Yeah, Chugi. So, like, if you're doing something that's, like, out of date, it's, like, my skinny jeans are supposedly chuggy. My blonde hair is chuggy. Your side part's chuggy. My side part is chuggy. You know what? Gen Z is chuggy. <laughs> Chelsea doesn't like Gen Z. You don't like Gen Z, but you seem to know all their terms pretty well. I know. You'd think I was one. <laughs> we are going through the most mispronounced words of 2021. This is really hard. Um... I don't even know if I could say this right. This was a trial drug. It didn't go through as a trial drug that they were trying to use to treat COVID. Good luck, Matt. <laughs> it looks like Xanax, but it's uh, Xanaxamenanzia. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Chelsea, can you give that a shot? Let me see. <clears throat> um, what? Yeah. Xans. Yeah, Matt's pretty right. Xanexo. Nanzia. <laughs> Zanexo Nanzia. Yes. Let me see. Let me give it my best shot. Uh, it's like Zan- Zanshio Maxinsia. It's, it's oh, very, di- very difficult. Uh, Chel- I don't know. Chelsea just drew the easy ones, I guess. Uh, <laughs> this is the new strain of COVID 19. How are you pronouncing that one? Omicron. How about you, Matt? How would you say it? Uh, it is Omicron, Percy I-8, just like Futurama. News people can't seem to agree on how to say this. Really? Uh, like Omicron. I hear a lot of Omicron. I heard Omicron a lot. I, I look at it and think Omicron. Omicron. Like Omicron? Omicron. No, but like the word micro is in there, so I think Omicron. Yeah. Or Omicron. You know, Omicron. I don't know. There's still there's still nobody that actually came out and said, actually, this is how you say it. It's a planet in Futurama. It's where Lur lives. <laughs> I am Lur from the planet Omicron. And uh, Matt, this was R. Kelly's trial lawyer's last name. Oh, come on. R. Kelly's trial lawyer's last name, Matt. Give it a shot. Oh. Are you kidding me? 
Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say it because it's a joke. Say it, Matt. Fine. P. Donachick. Oh, P. Donachick. Yeah. Yeah, it was P. Donachick. Well, how, how ironic that that was his last name. I got a confession, Matt. All of your words were fake this morning. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as Zanxiomantria. There's no such Thank thing you. as Chinzigniolia or uh, Pedonachik. Well, thanks, Pedonachik. <laughs> I like it, though. That was the most mispronounced words of 2021. Well done, guys. Someone dropped off free donuts in the kitchen. We're going to go down there and lick them all. That's hot. We'll be right back on The Morning X. 104 in The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is in the room. Hi, Matt. Do you know it's Christmas time? <laughs> Uh, they don't know in Africa, according to that U2 song. Man, there's, is that who sings it? Well, it's it's led by Bono It says U2. Band Aid. Yeah, it's a bunch of different <laughs> 80s, like Boy George is in there. Uh, and it's just really bad pandering. Oh, it's, that's the song. song's the you worst. You couldn't make that song today, because they literally say that the kids in Africa are starving on Christmas, and... Thank God it's them instead of you. I, how is that song still playing? I don't get how that song hasn't been canceled. He yet. says so tonight. Thank God it's them instead of you. How about hey, let's help them? I think that's the point of the song, but they go about it in a weird way. They don't way. say directly, "Let's give them help." They just say, "Hey, thank goodness." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, they could have said, "Remember what you have." Yes, instead of saying it the way they said it. Yeah, like well. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they made a mistake there. <laughs> anyway, it's time for today's celebrity dump. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. Bono, he's such a... Just all about, just all up his own ass all the time. I don't like him. That's true. A lot of people are on that same Some about him. You know that South Park episode? Right on the money. Yeah, he's just a giant turd. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tyler Perry got into a car accident on his way out of the Burbank Airport last week. Yikes. And he walked away from the crash without any injuries, stating, quote, I finally made good use of these Medea boobs. <laughs> For the airbags? They, right. they make good airbags, I guess. Yeah. He wears them all the time. He just wears he that stuff Is around. he always Medea? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Alec Baldwin was pulled over by police the other day. Uh, they stopped him when he was on his way to pick up coffee. It was a peaceful traffic stop. In other words, no blanks were fired. Okay, he didn't. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to make any jokes because it's a terrible thing that happened. No, it was awful. It was, I watched a whole. I feel, I feel bad. I for... watched a whole documentary over uh, Thanksgiving break about that, but it also talked about the accident with the train on the uh, Dwayne Allman movie they were making. Yeah, yeah, I remember just, that. Just people being put into danger they didn't have to be in. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was pretty insane. It's crazy. Those movies, like you watch those like John Wick movies with like Keanu and like everyone's shooting at each other. How do you trust that there's no, I mean, I don't know sometimes, you know? They demonstrated how easy it would be to fake a bullet being fired Yeah. with, with After Effects. They demonstrated that in the documentary. You do not need to actually fire the gun. You just need a good actor who can look like he actually fired the gun. That's right. all. Oh. That's all. And that's hard to fake. <laughs> um it is the most wonderful time of the year, Matt. You know that because you're playing Christmas music like crazy. We over sure there. are. But uh, it is also the time of year when President Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama, uh, shares his favorite music of the year. Not favorite Christmas music, just favorite songs from 2021. He just unveiled his new playlist. Oh, what's on there? Uh, everybody from uh, Brandy Carlisle and John Batiste uh, to Little Nas X and Lizzo made the list, along with some songs you may not have known about, Matt. Little Nas X is on the list. That's his favorite song. One of his favorite songs of the year, I guess. But there's some songs on the list you may not have heard of, Matt. All right. Um, Like uh, this one. These songs, the ones he picked, they seem a little bit self-serving. You know, like they really, 
They seem self-serving if, if Obama picked them. Like this one from Fergie. Remember this one? Can we get some sound? To the B, to the A, to the R-A-C-K, Obama, to the B, to the A, to the R-A-C-K, Obama. See, now that... I don't recall that one. He's a little bit biased on that one, I think. Was that, that must have one I missed that one. Do you, do you, on remember, the charts. Do you remember the song this year that uh, Creed came out with? No. With arms, Obama! <laughs> we play that one here, right? I yeah. Obama again. <laughs> I vote for you again. Please run for president again, Obama. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, it's pretty pretty heartfelt from Scott Stapp there. Yeah. He, really, he really jumped on board. You can actually understand him this time. There was one by Garth Brooks that, uh, I mean, it was just insane. Man. You know, I don't know if you heard this one. This is one of Obama's favorite songs of 2021. Barack Obama was a really good president. He didn't do nothing wrong when he was in the White House. He was super cool and nobody disliked him. Barack Obama was a good president. I mean, Garth has really gone downhill over the years. Yeah, it doesn't sound like, yeah, he <laughs> sounds like he's reaching on that one. <laughs> is your celebrity dump? 1049. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X at 820. It is Kev on the phone. Wally, it is MailFootballAbsurdity.com. And, of course, the Chicago Bears losing 17-9 to the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football last night. Wally's here to talk about it. What's up, man? What was the final score? 17 what? 17. final touchdown count? Yes, it did. 17-9 was the final score last night. Didn't, didn't even give him the courtesy of going for an extra point. No. Uh, they were saying at the end it doesn't matter. Some were arguing that it does uh, matter. I think I'm pretty sure that spread was seven and a half, so it matters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they could uh, say that officially on the air, but uh, yeah, no. that's uh, that was a thing. So um, there's a lot to unpack from last night's game, and it, it, it was a lot of shenanigans, a lot of costly penalties, and uh, just a lot of dumb mistakes. So where do we begin? Who is most at fault for the loss yesterday? Oh, I mean, there's. The same thing that happened. The Bears are at fault for the loss because the Bears are the Bears. That was the most Bears game I've ever watched. <laughs> but they were so fired up last night. I mean, I feel like they came to play last night. They just couldn't execute. They, was, they were just bumbling because they were maybe trying too hard. Yeah, I mean, I think the problem is, and you, you have to really remember this, they're not very good. <laughs> Like yeah, they tried really hard in like good for their their good for them and their energy, but that doesn't stop them from being bad. I mean, I just I, I feel like there was there was a lot of things working against them, and they could have won the game uh, yesterday. It's not like oh, those they refs they, were awful. Yeah, the refs, and it's not like they they had their full roster. You know what I mean? The guys who filled in, a yeah. lot of them did really well. I was I was surprised about that. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm actually really annoyed. That this is the first time we're seeing Graham when we've had a terrible second cornerback all year, and I'm watching this guy, and I'm like, this guy's good, and he's been on your practice squad. Why? How are you only now realizing this guy should be playing? Is this a, is this a rookie? I don't know who that was. I think he was a rookie. I think he was an undrafted free agent, but uh, I don't know much about him. I think it was Thomas Graham. Is that what his name was? Yeah, yeah, I believe it was Thomas Graham. Yeah. Uh, and in, in, it's amazing for him to go out on Monday Night Football uh, and do as well as he did, you know, not having taken too many uh, snaps there. Yeah, no, and, and he was fantastic. I mean, he was covering Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Justin Jefferson's one of the best receivers in football. Oh, sorry, hold on a second. Tevin Jenkins just committed another penalty. Oh, God damn it, Tevin, come on. Come on, Tevin, what are you doing? That. You know what, <laughs> having said that, like, if you watch him run blocking, though, 
we're going to like him as a Bears as Bears fans. If he like can if he can clean things up, he should be he should be good. I, I loved him coming out of college. That dude plays mean and angry, and unfortunately, that means he's going to get a lot of penalties. Sure, he's going to be a guy who annoys you, but he's also going to beat up defensive linemen, so you'll be okay with it a little bit. It's going to be a love hate relationship with Kevin Jenkins, and I imagine it's a maturity thing. He'll get fewer penalties as he gets older, more experienced, and uh, less, uh, I guess, excitable on the field. You got- I don't know. I mean, like Olin Cruz never got stopped being an angry dude. So <laughs> sometimes dudes are just angry. Yeah, uh, I mean, but I mean, there, there's a lot of number seventy six being called uh, by those refs. Yeah. Oh, there definitely was. There definitely was. Let's. Uh, oh my God. I just. I mean, that game just kind of like. It was annoying because I actually thought that the Bears would be able to come back because it's the Vikings and the Vikings did everything they could to let the Bears come back. Unfortunately, they are still the Bears, so they weren't able to like capitalize on so many opportunities. Yeah, I, 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 they kept talking about it last night. I keep seeing it online. They they couldn't score from the red zone, no matter what. They were doing well in between the twenties, and then once they got in the red yeah. zone, they couldn't get in the end zone. And I, I don't know if that's a nerves thing for Justin Fields or what, because uh, I know when the pressure is higher. Uh, Things get more difficult, and when you're closer to the goal line, the defenses get more tough. It's kind of like when uh, when I go on stage uh, at a comedy show, and I know there's like a pro comic watching. Uh, yeah. it, I do worse. That's just that's just how that's really? just how it works because I feel like the pressure's on. This pro comic is watching me now, or somebody I really look up to is there. Uh, it, it makes me nervous, and I and I will miff at least Kevin, one joke. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. That comic isn't watching you. <laughs> just because he's in the audience, he doesn't care. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We don't watch other comics. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the back with another comic, making fun of your set. That's what he's doing. And see, and that is the reason why I get nervous because I know they're doing that. I know they're looking yeah. for any reason to rip me apart the same way a defense would be if you were a rookie quarterback yeah. uh, in the red zone. I will say one thing. Uh, I love angry Matt Nagy. Me too. I, 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 I had so much fun watching him have temper tantrums on the sideline. That challenge flag, just throwing it on the ground in anger. <laughs> oh, was I know. So funny to me. Did you happen to watch the post game? Because they still lost the challenge, huh? Oh yeah, they, well they didn't need the challenge. Is what happened, right? The, they took care of it upstairs. No, I don't think it was that. That was the uh, Darnell Mooney uh, touchdown, I think. No, the, he challenged, but he wasn't. The Darnell Mooney touchdown at the end of the game. Yeah, no, no, no. That wasn't not the end of the game. The one that like it wasn't a touchdown. Like he had like the knee kind of down, but the ball was bobbling, so it didn't technically count. But it was close. It was like it was almost a really good catch. Either way, there was there was one challenge flag that was thrown that that they uh, he picked it up because the upstairs cameras uh, took care of it for him, and he wasn't charged a timeout for it. But did you did you see him at the post game press conference? No, I did not. I, I mean, went right to bed. he was just. I mean, <laughs> he was. Pouting, he was looking down while he talked. It's not what I was used to seeing with him after the game. You could tell that uh, he knows he's done, uh, and uh, yeah. he, it's really getting to him now. Yeah, I mean the dude cares, and like I like Matt Nagy. I want him to be good. The problem just is that he's not very good. And I, I said when we hired him, he's going to be a really good coach at his second best assistant, and I still believe that. But it's not going to be here. Yeah, and that's just what it is. Um, so, I mean, I guess what I have left to talk about is, is Justin Fields, uh, the good and the bad yesterday. He's a rookie. 
it's just going to be that. Like having said all that, I still think he's the best quarterback in this draft class so far, based on like what I've seen. I test like he's going to be the guy that could herald this franchise into like salvation. Yeah, like I mean, it's going to be on him he if, could... if he doesn't keep taking shots to the head. Oh, my God. How is he still alive after that hit that he took? He went into a slide. For those who didn't see the game, Justin Fields went into a slide and kept his body and head upright instead of going down on his back. Somebody came in and plowed him. I mean, at like semi-truck force. Uh, I'm glad he was ejected because that was a dirty, dirty play. It was, yeah. And, yeah, they did eject him. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, He hit him hard. I don't know how his neck didn't break watching the replays. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I'll say. Like, thank God Justin Field is tough because playing behind <laughs> uh-huh. the Bears offense, uh, you need to be tough yeah. or you're going to die. Yeah, and that's for for several decades. So that's nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> that's nothing new. Uh, and for for a guy like him to come out and uh, I mean, and, and whoever hit him when uh, he had taken a knee at that one point, I mean, how was that guy not thrown out? I mean, that was like. It, I mean, I don't think that guy saw him. In his defense, but that was still like a very blatant penalty. Right, right. So there, there's a, there was a lot of dirty play going on yesterday. Overall, a very fun game to watch, regardless of the loss. Am I wrong? I mean, at this point, I, I'm only rooting for Bears losses. I don't want them to have any excuse <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to like these people. I want everyone fired. So sure, sure. Yeah. Well, we'll see what I happens, I man. That, I don't know that Matt. I don't know that Ryan Pace is getting fired though. I think he's going to end up getting shuffled along and put into a position where he's like running football operations instead of Ted Phillips, which I'm also not, I'm not, I don't have a problem with, honestly. Well, we'll see what happens. We have, uh... because as much as Ryan Pace frustrates me, there are certain things he's done that merit, like, I mean, the fact is he drafted Justin Fields. And Justin Fields so far is looking like he's the best quarterback in that class. And you kind of have to give him credit for that. No, like, you do. You do. You I might agree. not want to. And he's put together, like, and he does have, like, I, I don't know. It's hard. The only, like, he's missed on his two, in his last two coaches. But John Fox isn't technically his fault. He was kind of bullied into, uh, into hiring John Fox. His first three years, yeah, the team wasn't talented. But also, like, you know, I go, I go back and forth on Ryan Pace. But, like, yeah. I'm still kind of mad at him. So I don't know. All right, man. Hey, we got we got to wrap it up. But we are uh, looking at uh, Seahawks this Sunday uh, on the twenty sixth. Yeah. We we uh, might as well just forget about that game, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Seahawks kind of suck too. So oh yeah, like, well you, you want like while Matt while while Matt Nagy knows that he's done, Pete Carroll is checked out completely. Yeah, that he, dude does not care at all. As he should be. Hey, we got to go, man. Waleed is mailfootballabsurdity.com. You can also find him on Twitch at footballabsurdity and Waleed on Twitter at I am the Waleed. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. This is the Morning X. If spilling hot coffee on your crotch with a morning show, that would be us. How's your secret Santa treating you? <laughs> My secret Santa is actually nailing it. Really? Yes. It's not me this year. Okay, it's not you. Uh, no, but I wanted to get video of this uh, because I did get you something. I know we talked about Secret Santa earlier this year, and you, for some you reason, you for some reason disparaged desk peel away calendars. I hate the tearaway calendars. Of all the things to be to be negative about, the problem is I forget to do it, and it just becomes more of a headache for me. And I have to tear it away to see the next day. It just 
It's not practical. <laughs> I had one. I got it for Christmas, and I stopped, I think, by February tearing the thing off, and it just stayed there for the rest of the year. Uh, I feel like sometimes they're funny, though. You know, you get your, your daily, you know, dog taking a crap uh-huh. picture or something, which exists, by the way. I looked that up. <laughs> That's an actual desk calendar? There's a calendar with dogs taking a crap, yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Every, I think maybe it's like a monthly calendar. So <laughs> maybe, maybe I'd be inclined to pull that one away. You get the dog taking a crap of the month is what you get. <laughs> So I, I got you a little gift here uh, for Christmas. So here you go. Go ahead and open that. Uh, just for the kindness of my heart, I saw this and I thought this it, ought to be great. I thought in this situation, uh, what does it say? Negativity Luke? is boring. Twenty twenty two calendar. This is quality. It's pretty rainbow colors. Uh huh. And uh, I thought maybe it would help your grumpy heart. Uh, to, to <laughs> don't forget, you've only read part of your story. So far, you don't know how it ends. That's just one of three. That's just one. That's just one of three hundred sixty-five things that are going to help you with I your mean, negativity, Lou. This has changed my day already. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's Barbie colors and, and and whatnot. It'll brighten your day. This is yes, it will. It looks like something I would give my daughter. <laughs> And, you know, I expect you to come in here every day now and tell me the, the positive... Oh, bring you a little positive the, the uh, pos- affirmation? The positive quip of the day. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, Lou. Well, uh, hey, thanks, buddy. I don't have anything for you, but don't worry. I'll find something annoying. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> you already have. Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, okay, what's... I mean... Let's get one of them. I'll get... This year, I want to focus more on my peace than on my pace. Ah, see? That's for Monday, January 3rd. Slow down and enjoy your life. Slow it down a little in 2022. <laughs> enjoy the ride more. <laughs> these, I hate these things so much. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> well, I'm happy to provide uh, cheer for your for your holiday. Yeah, thanks, man. This is going to this is gonna really be great. When I'm having one of those days where I'm really irritated, I'm going to look at this and think of you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if I get you for Secret Santa, you were getting one of those for every day. Uh, you, honestly, I remembered you saying that in the... It, Day one, which was yesterday, I think, uh, I walked in and found the first uh, pr- present sitting there, and I'm like, all right, it's barbecue sauce. I didn't get Kev. This would have been, been a desk calendar. It would have been. You would have gotten three of them or five of them or however many days. <laughs> oh, this is too good. I guess the Secret Santa started last Friday in our office. and no, you know, I didn't. I had no I idea. Know. Since when I, did they split it up into two weeks? I don't know. I thought it started Monday. I came in. Well, last Monday I came in, and somebody had left something at my desk. I'm like... I think this person's a week off. Yeah, they're a little bit early here. And uh, they were. I was right. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, great. I didn't miss it. But uh, yeah, I, th- I started giving my stuff on yesterday. So, so I, I guess uh, mine forgot because I have not received anything. Oh, I wonder who you got. In their defense, though, my office door was locked and I didn't know it was. So that could be, that could oh. be part of the problem. Yeah. I wasn't trying to keep you out, Santa. I wasn't. I promise. Oh, yeah. I don't know who you have. <laughs> I, I haven't heard anybody. Nobody even asked me about like, hey, what do you think Kev would like? Or yeah, nobody because nobody cares. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you know, we use a little online thing called Elfster to do our Secret Santa, and it, it, you put in there what you like and stuff like that. So it, 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 I, I'm not that difficult. If you know me, you know something easy. You know, it, it would be easy. For well, me, yeah, the person like I said, my first thing was like a barbecue. Sauce thing, it was so, which was perfect. So yeah, there you go. Clearly, they know me as well. All you got to do is you know you know stalk my Facebook, and you can find out. I mean, that's that's how I figured out last year what kind of beer you like. Oh yeah, right. You, you did. I had to scroll down through like months of pictures until I found one of you grocery <laughs> shopping, and you had a Miller Light in your cart. That's I was true. Like, that's it. That's the that's one. That's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know why you're taking pictures at the grocery store. But that's it's uh, another thing. Uh, who knows? I think your kid was in the picture and oh, he had dressed on like his, Spider-Man, uh, Iron Spider, or whatever. Nothing yeah. like taking a five-year-old on a beer run <laughs> late at night to a Woodman's while he's dressed like Spider-Man. One zero four nine. Bend over and take it up the tailpipe. The morning X. One zero four nine. The morning X. Time for nerd news. Nerd news. I don't, I don't know why I call it nerd news. This isn't always nerdy stuff I talk about, Just man. Just science. It doesn't have to be nerdy. No, yeah. it's not science. It's not even science. Okay. That's when we do science stuff. Okay. Nerd news is pop culture. Well, I like pop culture. But it's like pop culture without the Kardashians, without the, you know, other stuff. Okay. Without the royal family. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's pop culture for, I don't want to say for dudes. Because you can't really say that anymore, but it's 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 pop culture. Okay. Um, I don't know. I started calling it nerd news because it was originally all about like Marvel stuff and Star Wars, you know. But it's evolved. Yeah, it has, and it doesn't. The rule doesn't necessarily apply. Uh, so we're gonna start with this. Uh, reviews for the Matrix uh, movie are out. Are they good? You ever seen the original Matrix series? No, and I'm a huge Ke- Keanu Reeves fan. It's it's like the one. How have you not seen one of his know, biggest franchises? It's one of the biggest movies he ever made. And I haven't seen. I have to sit down and watch it. I saw the first one, and I didn't feel the need to watch another one. It looks confusing. Yeah, I had a lot of friends who wore like, yeah, I know, the outfit. And yeah, everybody ta- take the red pill, the other pill. I don't know. I just I don't. It looks confusing. Like I, I said. had a lot of Matrixy friends. We'll put it that way. Yeah. And they all thought it was the greatest thing that ever happened. Um, but there are good and bad reviews of the new one. Says uh, it, no. it can't compare to the original, but it's a lot of fun. Okay. Says the San Jose Mercury News. Okay. Uh, one of them says, if 2021 is going to end like this, then I can't think of a better blockbuster to cap things off. How about Spider-Man? <laughs> Probably better. Yep. Yep. I haven't seen that yet either. I'm going on Sunday. Everyone says it's amazing. Uh, this one says, if you loved The Matrix and hated the sequels or found them unsatisfying, go see this one and have a blast. That's you. Yeah. I mean, I didn't love The Matrix. Well, maybe I'll check it out. I thought it was fine. It was just fine. Oh, no. Other uh, bad reviews are saying that it was a little hard to follow. Uh, there's more than just a glitch in a Matrix. The entire server is down, says the Detroit News. Okay. <laughs> uh, aimless vocabulary-filled tedium, says the New York Post. Hmm. Well, you know how you know how credible the New York Post is as a news outlet. Of course. Uh, did you see Shang Chi yet? Yes, it was awesome. Yeah, you watched that on uh, Disney Plus. Or I did. You... Disney Plus. It was worth it. It was good. Okay. There's a sequel, of course, on the docket for shooting. Uh, they're looking to shake things up a little bit by bringing a new name into the story. Any idea what the big name they want in the next Shang Chi movie is? I don't know. There's so many. I don't know, man. Think of the biggest martial arts personality of the last. 20 years. Steven Seagal. No, no. Nope. <laughs> Not Steven Seagal. I, I don't know then. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Yes, Jackie Chan. I like him. They're looking to get Jackie Chan in the next Shang-Chi, Marvel Shang-Chi should, movie. It felt more like a uh, like a Bruce Lee movie when I watched it. A lot of cool fight scenes and, and, yeah. and choreography. and I don't know, I was cool if you liked that kind of stuff. I liked it. It was great. And representation yes. for the Asian community, which is awesome. That too was a good movie, good plot, good Marvel movie. I, I recommend yeah, it. Yeah, bring in a legend. Yeah. And speaking of legends, Stallone is going to be hitting the uh, television. Fantastic. Uh, Paramount Plus is going to be uh, working on a mobster series, and he's <laughs> apparently going to be uh, starring in it. Is like the head guy? 
Like the like the the because he's got to be like 75, 80 years old by now. Yeah, the story's gonna see Stallone as a New York mobster forced to relocate to Kansas City, where he tries to reestablish his mafia family. So my my guess is that he goes into witness protection. Yeah, and tries to re <laughs> reform a new mafia within the. Why is it that the mob always moves to Kansas City and Goodfellas? The, the bosses were in Kansas City. No casino, they're in Kansas City. Everyone's in Kansas City. Yeah, what's going on there? I don't know. Because it doesn't. It's not in the news a lot. Because it's half. It's it's like halfway to Las Vegas. Like you can get. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like in the middle of the Midwest, kind of. But it's a two three hour flight either way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that looks good. I'll watch that. All right, we gotta we gotta watch it on that. We gotta watch it on Shang Chi with Jackie Chan and a maybe for the Matrix, huh? Um, I gotta watch the first Matrix and then I'll get back to you on that. One. <laughs> All right, you go ahead, you go do that. We'll come back and talk about it in the next nerd news. Alrighty. That's your that's your assignment. That's your nerd news for this week. You're listening to Kev. Now, what do you think of a character like that? 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. 104.9. The Morning X at 7:25. Uh, it's Kev. Chelsea's here. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning. Been in the movies lately? I haven't been in a really long time. It's been a couple months. Oh, a couple of months? Yes. Okay, I've not <laughs> been to a movie theater to see a movie uh, since 2019. Whoa. That's like two years. Yeah. Three so, years. So I've spent the entire pandemic away from the movie theater. I've got tickets to see the new Spider-Man movie this Sunday. Um, and I read a story. Uh, there was a guy on Reddit who uh, said that he went to go see Spider-Man No Way Home, and his experience was ruined by a crying baby. Oh. He says the baby was constantly making noise, and the mother made no effort to take it out of the theater until it had been shrieking for five minutes straight <gasps> during the movie. And he thinks that babies should be banned from movie theaters. <laughs> and a lot of folks on social media, or at least on that Reddit thread, are seeming to agree with him. Um, and... Uh, it's tough for me. I mean, honestly, I'm going to say leave the baby at home. Like, why would you even bring the baby to the movie theater? I get it. You want to watch a movie with your baby. Right. So now, like, because of the pandemic, we can watch movies at home. So right. watch your movie at home. I love babies, but I don't know if I uh, <laughs> need them in the movie theater. No, you don't need them in the movie theater. Let's put it this way. I, I, you know, I'm not, gonna, I'm, I'm not blaming the babies, by the way. I'm not asking if babies should be banned. <laughs> I'm asking if parents should be allowed to bring them in because babies can't control what they're doing. Right. Babies have no idea what's going on, so they're just constantly screaming and terrified. Now, I have to like treat that baby like I would any person. If I knew a guy who just randomly would scream for five minutes straight. In the movie theater? Anywhere. Because a baby will do that anywhere. That's true. So if I knew a guy who just randomly would scream and cry for five minutes straight, I'd be like, maybe don't bring Charlie to the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, maybe we can we can leave Charlie at home for this one. Right. Uh, poor Charlie. And I would make it a point to go over and visit with Charlie and watch movies at his place. Yeah. But bringing him into a movie theater, because that then is a distraction for everybody around me. Yep. It's consideration for the people around you, which I don't, I don't know if that's a new novel idea, Chelsea. No, it's been around for years. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe, honestly, like, I mean, I'm not against babies either, but why wouldn't they be like, hey, shouldn't you get a babysitter? Like, I mean, come on now, you're going to the movies. <laughs> the question's on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. Uh, we got a couple responses so far. Somebody brought a baby to New Way Home or No Way Home Thursday. Uh, baby cried, and without skipping a beat, somebody yelled, "Who the f brought a baby?" <laughs> <laughs> Everybody laughed, and they left. 
Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah, if it's an empty movie theater, fine, he says. Uh, this is Jeff on Facebook. He said, if it's a sold out first showing, not okay. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. Because Thursday night, that was like the first screening. That yeah. was like opening day for Spider Man. Lisa says, depends on the movie. If it's a kid's movie, perhaps. But if you're bringing a baby to see Spider Man, no, get a babysitter. I just, I mean, a baby can't enjoy a movie. So I feel like even like a baby movie, right. like they can't enjoy, like they're seeing what's going on, but it's not like a toddler that's like, oh, I'm actually enjoying the movie. A five-year-old? Great. Right. Great. If you can keep your five-year-old from screaming and crying and yelling, uh, unless it's a reaction to something happening in the movie. Right. You know, because we all laugh, we all scream. If yeah. there's a horror movie, something scares us, we go, oh, or whatever. Right. Cry, whatever. Right. Uh, but if you can't keep your kid from A, breathing on me. <laughs> I sat next to a kid who had um, a who ate um, what, what do you call them uh, uh, Jolly Ranchers. He ate watermelon Jolly Ranchers for an entire movie. <laughs> a I can't stand watermelon, watermelon candy. <laughs> I like watermelons, but watermelon candy is gross. Second of all, he breathed his watermelony breath on me and clacked the candy against his teeth through the whole movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I just get um, the guy from Hey Arnold that used to stand behind Helga. Is that how you felt? I don't know. I, I don't know. I missed that one, I think. Hey, hey Arnold. Uh, yes. I, I think that was ju- I just just past my time. That's my millennial cartoons right there. Hey, I'm a millennial, too. I'm just an elder millennial. We're, we're at exact opposite spectrums of the millennial scale there. Uh, I got a text on the uh, 815 that says, uh, again, depends on the movie. Stay the F home if it's not a kid's movie. It's true. Like, I'm not against babies, but hey, just keep the baby at home. (laughs) (laughs) And that seems to be the consensus. Uh, (laughs) uh, I love what this guy says. This is a text from the 815 as well. If it's a kid's movie and there are other crotch goblins wailing, then by all means. (laughs) (laughs) The crotch goblins. Oh my gosh, he wins. (laughs) Crotch goblins takes the cake. Thanks, Chelsea. You guys are gross and lame. 104.9. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The Morning X. It's been a while, but happy to welcome back at Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary. Jamie's here. Hi. Good morning. Oh, it's been so long since we've had a furry friend in here. And I'm not, I'm not talking about you, Jamie. I'm talking about the uh, friend you brought with whose name is? Cujo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's a one and a half year old boxer pit mix. Uh, he is by far one of the funniest dogs we've had in the shelter in a while. <laughs> he is self-soothing and self-entertaining. He will throw the ball or toys for himself and then chase after him. But He's got jokes? Yeah, he's funny. He, <laughs> he, uh, you just got to hang out with him for like more than 10 minutes to see, but he is absolutely hysterical. And uh, you say boxer and uh, pit bull mix, yeah? Yeah, he was. Oh. He came in as a stray back in October, and his microchips has him registered as a Japanese terrier, which is like a five-pound little bitty dog, which... <laughs> Can't um, be true, right? No, 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 not even remotely close. Um but no, he's cool. He's really smart. He definitely needs some more training, but he is very easy to train. He's super food motivated, and he is a people pleaser for sure. Is he about 60, 70 pounds? Uh, I'd probably, yeah, right around 60. Yeah? Oh. No, he's a good-sized dog. He's not so big that you you know, you know need an actual garbage bag to pick up his poop, but um, <laughs> you're also not going to break him stepping on him. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, my dog, my, this dog would swallow my dog. Oh, whole, easily. For sure. Oh, yeah. No, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> and he does, he lived with another dog, but so far his dog meetings haven't been the best, so I don't know if maybe... Maybe it's just a clash of personalities, which I mean, it's just like people. Sometimes you just don't like somebody. Yeah, right. You get a you get a certain uh, vibe off of uh, another person. Sure, sure. Oh, the uh, have you uh, had any experience with children or other people? I don't think he would be 
bad with kids. He just is such a little fart in a frying pan sometimes that he <laughs> he might accidentally <laughs> knock a kid over. Um, but I don't think he would be bad with children. He would just need some fine tuning and maybe some robust children in the meantime. Well, if somebody's um, uh, looking for a new dog in their life, how do they how do they take a look at Cujo? Here? They can check him out on our website at noahsarkanimals.org, and he's got his cute little profile on there about him. You can see a nice little mugshot, um, and then otherwise on Facebook, or you can just give us a call at 815-962-2767. And Cujo, along with all of our the rest of our adoptable dogs, are sponsored, so their adoptive fee is actually only $55 right now. Oh, great. Um, and the one puppy we have in the kennel is 155 so... Can we can we re- uh, remind our listeners because like I say it has been a while since we've had uh, Noah's Ark on uh, the requirements uh, uh, for adopting. Right now we would like at least it's like so with Cujo if you wanted to come down and you had like a seven year old we would like to kid to come down if it was just you and your husband and both of you were on board and one of you was working and only one of you could come down that's fine right now okay because um, of all the COVID crap sure. <laughs> um, but uh, but otherwise, we would like most of all the family, if you've got another dog, you definitely got to bring the dog down with their rabies certificate um, and then either proof of home ownership or a rental agreement allowing the breed or size of dog. Yeah. Um, and just really make sure that it's something you're willing to commit to and commit to the dog and help them become you know the next stepping stone to help them find their forever. Excellent. Well, we'll get some pictures of Cujo, and we'll get them on our Facebook page at the X Rockford if you want to take a look. Again, you can take a look at noazarganimals.org. Yes. That's right. Okay, Jamie, thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, boy. The uh, laxatives just kicked in, so we're going to take a quick break. 104.9 The Morning X. I want to know who I pissed off. Because... Well, I, 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 we I, don't have that kind of time. I mean, we do Secret Santa at the office. Everybody's getting their gifts today. Everybody, the Secret Santa reveal today. Yeah. And I still haven't gotten anything. And nobody's come to me and said, guess what? I'm the Secret Santa who has gotten you nothing so far. Look at you. Yeah. A uh, girl with nobody to dance with. That's right. It's not, not like uh, I care that much about getting gifts, but it seems a little strange. You haven't gotten... So the way we do our Secret Santa, which I it was unique to me, and everyone else I've explained this to looks at it and goes, hey, you do it for like a week? Yeah. So we, it's like a $40 max, but you break it up over like four or five days. Sure. So a couple of small presents here and there, like, you know, somebody gets a, a mug or something like that one day and then the thing, the, whatever, candy yeah. the next. So every day you get a little something throughout the week, but you've got nothing so far. Not a thing. Not a not trinket, a- not a keychain, not a, you know, T-shirt someone got out well, of the Maybe someone's going to pull up in like a BMW and throw you the keys. Oh, I see. That. Like, that- hey, hey, gotcha, buddy. Here you go. Yeah, just a mess with me. They filled it with bees. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be like that. Like, it's a BMW, but you got to deal with it. You got to deal with the beehive, and it's yours. That's weird. Well, okay, so now this makes me think maybe it's somebody that was on vacation. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Unless I, we just work with somebody who's really foul and horrible person, which I don't think. Or they forgot. <laughs> which could happen. I mean, legitimately, you could just be like, I blanked, man. I didn't know. But then you're seeing everybody opening presents and getting stuff. Wouldn't it remind you like, hey, I did sign up for that. I do kind of feel like the kid outside of the Christmas party who wasn't invited, you know. And yeah. Everybody's getting gifts and laughing. And I got my hands on the window and fogging up the glass, right. you know, with my tears. That's fine. No, it's fine. But it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, whatever. If if I don't get and anything, you've been giving someone gifts all week too, I have. So you've been playing the game. Yeah, I when you sign up, you're supposed to get and give. That's right. I've right. been doing my part. I'm just waiting. It's interesting. It's all right. It's fine. I'm curious who got you. Me too. Me too. And I, I have no idea. There's just, if it, if it's a vacation thing, it could be one of two people. So I don't know. We'll see. It's true. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what it was. That's what I'd, I'd like to think. Because I don't think I've made any enemies here. I, I don't think yet. Well, none that you know of. Right. 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 I don't I don't believe, I don't have any reason to believe that. So. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, while I got you in here, um, what do you think about this? Because we put this question up on our Facebook today. Should parents uh, be allowed to bring babies into movie theaters? No. Okay, good. Because there's the question today was brought up by something I found online. It was a Reddit poster who said that he went to see Spider Man, uh-huh. and there was a crying baby, and the parents would not take the baby out. Yeah, that's a hard no for me. Uh, and look, I am. I have three kids. This isn't me being um, ignorant to what that situation is like. Right. But even when I took my seven year old to see Spider Man, and he was like asking me questions or saying something, I'm like, "But you got to be quiet. Like, yeah, you yeah, be quiet." Um. Going to the movies with my in-laws is the most stressful thing in the world for me because they are so – they're a lot about everything. And they'll sit like, you know, not right next to each other, but then they'll yell over to each other during the movie about like, oh, see, it's like what you do. Uh-huh. Don't do that. Nobody <laughs> nobody cares and we can all talk about it later. We don't need to do that right now. So, no, I don't think you should bring a crying baby to the movies. I get it. You want to see it. I understand. you got a kid. You don't want to pay for a sitter. I've been down that road myself, but uh, I've never brought a baby to the movies. Yeah, uh, and same thing with my in-laws. By the way, I don't know if it's an in-laws thing, uh, but we watch oh, a movie man. at home. Forget it. Forget you're not. You, you're not watching. I it. watch with subtitles because yeah, yeah, yeah. they talk through the whole thing, and, and, and it'll be like this. No matter what movie, to say it's like a, a Clint Eastwood movie, for example. Clint Eastwood comes on the screen. My father-in-law, guarantee, will say, Alexa. What is Clint Eastwood's yearly salary? And I'll like, and then I got to listen to Alexa talk through the movie. And you know what I mean? Like, it's like, why, why wait until? Why, why can we do this after the movie? Well, God forbid mine disagree on something, or like maybe my father-in-law didn't follow something and got a little confused and asked a question. Because now he's in trouble, and now they're fighting <laughs> over the movie that we're trying to watch. And this is whether maybe we're actually at a theater or not. So it goes way, it goes way off the rails in a hurry. And I, I just hate the the entire time we're at a movie theater. I sit there just going, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry in advance to everyone. This is not going to be a fun experience for any of us. You should, yeah, you should just stand at the front of the theater at the, uh, the beginning of every show. So and sorry, listen. Um, yeah. Before we get started, I'm with these two <laughs> married people. You feel me, right? Am I right? We got oh, any married God, people? That's the worst though when somebody's ruining a movie for you. It's, oh, it's the worst. Bad. It's bad. Shh, just shh. Yeah. And yeah, the crying baby thing. Uh, and the consensus with our responses on our Facebook page at the X Rockford are basically if it's a kids' movie, sure. But if it's like, oh, hundred percent, that's a different story. If we're talking about like going to the movie, the Paw Patrol movie that came out not right, that long ago. Right. I took my kids to that and just let them run in the aisles. And who cares? We're not there to enjoy that. They're, they're they're barely paying attention to it as it is. No, kids' movies, it's a different game. Take them to all the kids' movies you want. Yeah. Nobody's going to be uh, no. courteous at a kids' movie. I was drinking a 32-ounce <laughs> Miller Lite at the Paw Patrol movie. I didn't care what they were doing. <laughs> so that uh, so that was who was kicking the back of my chair at the uh, Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> It was your kids. God, yeah. No, that's a different story. If it's a kid's movie, absolutely hog wild. Go, go nuts. No problems. But, you know, don't take them to, like, the new Spider-Man. Or, right. That, that young, anyway. Right. They, they can't comprehend anything. So. No. Uh, yeah, you want to join the conversation, you can do it on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. Uh, well, hopefully Secret Santa comes along and gives me something. Uh, but we're getting some nice temperatures for Christmas. Uh, it's going to come with crappy precipitation, which it always does. Oh, what's it supposed to do? So we're going to get uh, forty or 50 degrees for Christmas Eve with some rain. 
and then for Christmas Day, 42 degrees with rain, which means that if it's much colder than that, that rain will be snow. That's that's basically how it works. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. So cold it makes it snow. Cold makes the rain turn into snow. Ah. Yeah. yeah it's like well, a, thanks for sorting that out for me. I, you know, I, I learned a thing or two from Mr. Wizard and, and Bill Nye growing up, so you know, I thought I'd share. All right. Yeah, cold plus rain equals snow. You ever watch the Mr. Mr. Wizard is a dick videos? <laughs> oh my god! Is that a thing? Yes, it's a thing. Go okay. go waste the rest of your day on YouTube <laughs> looking this stuff up, and it's just scenes from the show where he was a total ass to kids. <laughs> like one scene where he he has a kid out in the field for some experiment, and he just gets in his car and leaves the kid in the field. They're the best. <laughs> they are the best. He really it really is uh, eye opening to what was really going on in that show. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up. I might. It's I, you'll watch it all day. I might deep dive that. Uh, in the meantime, though, yeah, uh, they're not like new. This has been around for a minute, so it's not yeah. like. But they are funny as hell. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. It is time for your tool of the day, powered by Retool of Rockford at 104.9 The Morning X. And uh, you know, a lot of times the tool of the day is a dumb criminal. Just a, somebody who was robbing a place and left behind identification or something like that. Uh, a dumb criminal story. Sometimes it's a story of a complete a-hole who completely unaware how big of an a-hole he is. But today it's a little bit different. Today we're going to put this up in the you poor schmuck category. <laughs> uh, you set up something this big. You can't fail, right? Uh, however, listen to this story. The Dolphins and Jets game a couple of weeks ago, there was a guy hoping to marry the lady in his life. And at halftime, he set this all up before the game. At halftime, the Jumbotron screen showed a picture of the happy couple accompanied by the words, Christine, will you marry me? And from the screen there, they pan over to where the couple was sitting, and he wasn't there. He missed his own proposal. This poor girl was sitting there all by herself after she was proposed to on the Jumbotron. Not exactly sure what happened. I don't know if he was up, if he was getting a beer. Did he have to go take a leak? Did he chicken out? I actually don't know how it wrapped up. The story's going to develop, I guess. Who knows if he finally got to do the proposal, but uh, how do you miss your own proposal? How do you set that up and not make for damn sure that you're in your seat? Long line at the bathroom? Did he forget the ring? Did he have to run back to the car to get the ring and then couldn't get back in through security again? Ah, oh, you poor dope. I know you didn't do anything wrong, technically, but you do make today's tool of the day. Congratulations. Don't be a tool like this fool, but the right tool for your job is at Retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Go and see Dave or visit rockfordretool.com. Downhill from there. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. At 817, uh, it's Kev. I, You know, Dan's got his headphones, and I do not have mine. Are we on? Are we on? Are we, I, I believe so. You got me in there? Okay, <laughs> good. It's Dan from the Rockford Area Convention Visitors Bureau. Welcome back to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, it is uh, Christmas this weekend. Yes, it I, is. And so what possibly could be going I, on outside of people's homes this weekend? You, you know, I'm going to highly recommend everyone uh, just spend some time with their family and enjoy. Sure. Enjoy enjoy the holiday. So I've got some uh, winter break events. Okay, here, so here. stuff after the holiday. Yeah, then. after so the stuff, holiday. stuff stuff you can do between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, the time where you know you're not quite sure what to do with yourself uh, sure 
you know, you might be looking for something to do. Oh, one of those would be uh, the out- 815 Outside Winter Challenge. So the whole premise of that is there's a whole list of outside winter things to do because, you know, we always think it's cold. Let's go inside. So this is trying to, you know, buck that trend a little bit. Okay. And uh, you complete the some of the lists and enter your name into a drawing and you get to win some prizes. Oh, I like that. Kind of a scavenger hunt uh, of uh, sorts. Yeah, and it's all over Winnebago County, so it gives you a reason to check out that random forest preserve or that park you've driven past that you've never been to. So uh, In daylight, I hope. In daylight, yeah. yeah sure. I, I recommend doing all these in daylight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't go into the woods at night. No. Ever. Nope. <laughs> not, not ever. <laughs> Um, Also, uh, the winter break uh, public ice skating will be going on at Carlson Ice Arena. So for just $7, you can rent um, ice skates, and that gets your admission into the uh, the, uh, ice rink there. Uh, So let me ask you this. Are are they doing any sort of... New Year's Eve event in Rockford. I mean, is there a big, a big New Year's Eve deal? I not that I have seen. There may be one, but not that I've heard of. Sure, yet. I'm sure it's a lot of local establishments are having New Year's Eve bashes or, yeah. or whatever. You know, I just, I just wondered because I, I don't think I recalled Rockford ever having like yeah. the big downtown with the people from the news are there. No, you know, like I'm, like people on <laughs> WREX aren't going to be out there. Like, okay, well, it's uh, ten minutes till the ball drops and <laughs> looks at the Register Star building, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. yeah I don't, there I, you go. Kevin, that might be a good idea for uh, for you to lead. No, don't, I, I don't need work. That's fine. Okay. I, I don't need to do extra. That's true. That's I, true. I have that night off, okay? Perfect. that's <laughs> Yes. I'm not going to be doing... You gonna be, deserve it. I'm not going to be doing the 104.9 DX New Year's Countdown. It's not, hey, that, you, that's you not going to be happening. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it after the New Year's. How about that? Okay. I'll, I'll do like, here's what we would have done. <laughs> If we did a New Year's countdown. On, on January 5th. Yeah, right. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, I'm working next week, Monday through Thursday, I'll be on the air, and I'm totally planning to half-ass it next week. Totally. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm off, so I I fully support you on that. Yeah, so you can you can listen to my half-ass show from uh, the comfort of your home using Alexa. Just ask Alexa to play the ex-Rockford. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> see that? I jammed the plug in there. Yes. I did. I plugged it in there. Well, uh, yeah, you go to uh, uh, GoRockford.com to find out more about uh, what Dan just talked about. And uh, how do you sign up for that newsletter? Yes. Uh, there's a um, uh, sign-up link there at the uh, event calendar on GoRockford.com. And then you can get these updates straight to your inbox. Well, thanks, Dan. Appreciate that. And uh, have a good week off next week. Yes, thank you. And we'll catch you back here in the new year. Yes. In 2022, Dan. Yes, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all that, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. 104.9, The Morning X will return after Kev's done crop dusting the country station. 104.9, The Morning X, it is Kev. As you know, the WWE Super Show Holiday Tour came through Rockford last weekend, and a very good friend of the show was there. Everybody, it's Michael Michael Palmondary back on the show. Man, that that uh, that song clip gets me every time. What's up, buddy? Uh, not too much, man. Just uh, you know, chilling, getting ready to take a nice holiday break. I'm sure you're you're yeah. uh, ready to take a break as well. Oh man, yes, absolutely. I'm so ready to take a break. It's this time of year where it's just like, all right, man, 12 months of of all this work. Now I can wind down and just rest for a little bit. So. I'm totally in like holiday rest mode right now. <laughs> looking forward to spending some time with family then. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, this seems to be the one time of year where, like, everybody can actually, like, congregate together. Apparently nobody can do it, like, any other time of the year. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to just, like, spending some time with family and then also just, like, relaxing, too, because we work hard, man, and we deserve some rest. Damn right we do. Uh, you know, nobody called in to tell us how the WWE show went. Sometimes people will call up and uh, let us know how it was that won tickets from us. And since uh, uh, you were lucky enough to go, uh, how, how was it, man? How did the show go? Oh, man, it was great. I mean, I had a wonderful time. One of the things that I loved about it is it brought back, like, I mean, I still watch current pro wrestling product, whether it's WWE, AEW, that type of thing. Um, but it brought a lot of nostalgia feelings to me because my dad used to take me to BMO all the time growing up back when it was the Metro Center. Sure. Because the WWE used to come in all the time and film like Raw or SmackDown or they would just do a ton of house shows like we just saw. Um, so it was great being able to go back there uh, with my dad and watch the show. Oh, so your dad uh, was actually back- with you there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I brought him with. So I was like, come on, Dad. It's it's me and you. So I was just like, you brought me here all the time growing up. Let me let me bring you back here. Um, I love that. So it was, it was awesome just being able to like spend some time with him and go to the arena that I, that I grew up going to. And especially with something like the WWE is like, it's the name has been around for years, but it's obviously like a rotating cast of characters, you know? So it's cool to see like, who their current crop of talent is and to be able to see all those people come out and to see like the big stars you see on TV actually like in front of you putting on a show. And one of the things that's like so awesome about the house shows that's different from the TV shows is since it's not televised live on TV and they're under like the constraints of like, you know, a major TV network, they can really relax a little bit more and play more to the audience that's just in the arena. So it tends to be a little more fun. <laughs> can they swear then? Is there more swearing? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of nudity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody comes out, so they're all completely naked, but that's what makes it like a house show. <laughs> That's, that's actually like in the fine print when you get the tickets. It's like there definitely will be nudity. It's like okay, no wonder they call it raw. You can see um, that you get to see an appearance from Dwayne the <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like oh wow, no wonder they call him the Big Show. Uh, so this really is SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so it's a, it's it's a, it's more of a you know excuse the pun it's more of a raw show when it's not on TV. Oh oh, I, you know you know actually it, it really is. They definitely play more like they can do more things with the audience. Uh, no sexual puns intended. Sure. But like you know once once the cameras and stuff like that are off, they can like go up to the audience members and be like, hey, you want to take selfies together? That type of thing. So. You can definitely see like the uh, the brand ambassador part of it when you go to these house shows because they're far more willing to take photos and autographs and things like that. Um, so that's a lot of fun to see. Um, but yeah, man, it's just good, good, dumb fun, and I love it because you know you and I talk a lot as comedians. We don't like it when people heckle in the middle of a show because sure. it's not proper etiquette. Right. But with pro wrestling, <laughs> like they encourage it, man. They encourage you to heckle. They love it when you do that stuff. So it's just an arena full of people just like talking as much smack to these wrestlers <laughs> as they possibly can. So what about you? Were you were you heckling? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And it doesn't matter where I'm sitting in an arena. 
I kind of hope that like my comments are heard by <laughs> by the wrestlers. Or if anything, I always just try to crack up the people around me. You know, that's oh, like sure. my big thing. It's like the audience of the people in the couple of rows surrounding me. Like that's that's my audience right there. So of if course. I can make them pop, then I'm pretty happy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I I think secretly you hope they'll hear you and uh, you know hire you and you, you're you're part of the show now. You know, you could be well, the. You could be the plant in the audience that they bring on stage and body slam. That yeah, exactly. Yeah, and with my chronic pain, that would go really well. You know, I get slammed once, and then all of a sudden, I'm completely out of a job, and, and not, I gotta go find something else to do. And not only that, but our listeners don't know, but Michael Palmandary is uh, about five five eighty pounds. So yeah. you, you could <laughs> if you, tr- no. you could pick him up with one hand. That's the thing. That's the thing. Is like when they do toss me around the ring. Is like I'm so small and lightweight that I can like really sell it for them. Right. You know. That's one of the reasons why I always wanted to get into pro wrestling and be like a manager, like Bobby the Brain Heenan, <laughs> so I could you know just like annoy the crap out of the wrestlers, and then also make it to a point where they're so sick and tired of it that they just grab a hold of me, and right before they're about to pummel me, the person I'm managing saves the day, and the audience <laughs> boos because they're a heel and I'm a heel. <laughs> anyway, you can see this is what I nerd out about, like. Some people love Star Wars. Yeah, sure. Yeah, wrestling's your thing, man, and I wouldn't, I would never fault you for that at all. Uh, um, I love hey, it. As the uh, well, I'm glad you got to go to the show, man, and uh, I'm glad you got to do it with your dad and relive those memories. You got any uh, stand-up shows coming up in the new year? Um, uh, so we will actually, Fats Productions will have um, two new venues that we'll be uh, doing shows at that we're adding to the Fats Productions roster. We'll be starting off the year at Lucha Cantina on January seventh, oh, um, and that's got our our headliner Mars Timms, who you and I both know well. He's yeah, sure. So good. He's great. Yeah. And then the uh, other um, new venue we have will be Ernie's Midtown Pub, which will be on January twenty eighth. Um, will be our first show there. And we'll have headliner Matt Drufke, who was another comic you and I know. Yeah, Matt, I know well. Matt. Yeah, and, he's he's uh, he's all energy, man. That'll be a good show he's too. All energy. He is uh, Papa of the suburb comedy scene, <laughs> yeah. um, as he's so affectionately known. So yeah, we've got two new two new venues added to the Fast Productions roster, which we're excited about. And then also, uh, Brews and Bad Movies will have a show at the Lincoln Lodge Theater in Chicago on January 20th, and we'll be playing uh, Judge Dredd, that film. Oh, hey, so by the way, I did, a, uh, I, yes. did, I did a show with your, uh, with your partner, uh, with, uh, with Brandon oh, Prozac, Brandon. who, uh, who, who uh, is your partner on the Brews and Bad uh, Brad Movie Show. I just did a show with him over last weekend. He's really, really funny. Yes, yes. How did that show go? Uh, no, it was an amazing show. I mean, every, every, everybody crushed. I had to close the show. Everybody was crushing, so I was terrified. I'm like, how am I going to follow all these people? But it was a great show, and I, and I do have to compliment him on uh, stealing Mr. Potato Head's glasses uh, to wear on stage. <laughs> all right, all right. Nice. Nice. I'll have to talk to him about it. But yeah, so, so you've worked... Uh, uh, with both my co-producers in some capacity. Um, so, I mean, we're just trying to gear up the New Year as much as we can with uh, with shows and adding new venues. So we're definitely staying busy, man. Definitely got a lot of shows on the horizon. Get out and support live comedy. Michael! Michael Palmandary. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us again, man. We'll, uh, we'll hope to have you in studio after the New Year. All right, sounds good, buddy. Thanks for having me. We're going to take a break because sitting on your ass and drinking coffee in between fart jokes is... Just so exhausting. 104.9. The Morning X. And I don't care what Bruce Willis says. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, he said it wasn't. No, he calls it a Bruce Willis movie. That's because he's... Isn't that the douchiest thing anybody could say about anything ever? <laughs> like, okay, maybe it's not a Christmas movie. We can have that conversation, Bruce. But don't, don't, don't say that. 
Right. That's yeah. awful. <laughs> it's a Bruce Willis movie. Okay, well, you ruined that for me. Yeah, all the fun is Thanks. now sucked out of it. <laughs> uh, so you have not screwed up yet for the no Christmas music guarantee. In that capacity, no, I have not. I've screwed up, but yeah, you, the, I haven't played a Christmas song. You pretty much ruined your whole life <laughs> by coming to work here, but it, you know you, you haven't screwed up the Christmas music guarantee thing. No, no, I haven't done that. <laughs> and surprisingly, neither is Hef. I really had money on him just out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, not a lot between those ears, you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought we were doing one every day. I didn't know. <laughs> I expected him to have given out like 1500 bucks by now. Uh, and I thought, you know, it's the last day. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow okay. it's over. Yeah. So it's the last day. And I thought, why don't we just do it? <laughs> why, why don't we just do it on purpose? Well, that's a novel idea. It is. Uh, you know, we could pretend we screwed up all we want. If you want to, like, play it up a little bit, we could act like we screwed up. Okay. You know, like, we could test our act. Like, like, oh. like, what if I just hit the button? No! Oh, crap! Oops! What did I just do? Is this the Blink Christmas song? Yes. <laughs> Good choice. Blink 182. Not another Christmas song. I hate to be a 104.9 The Morning X. Uh, hi, who's this? This is Valerie. Valerie, you are on The Morning X. Please don't swear, okay? Oh, okay, no problem. Okay, well, uh, uh, you were the first one to get through after the song was over, and uh, so you've just won yourself 104 bucks. Seriously? Yeah, awesome. I, so actually, much. no, I'm lying. I'm going to have to let you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it. You won uh, the No Christmas Music Guarantee thanks to uh, 815 Gardens. So on top of that, you're also going to be uh, receiving a $100 gift card from 815 Gardens, your homegrown hydro store. Thank you very much, and I hope you have an awesome Christmas. Uh, you too. Uh, you sound like you don't mind Christmas music, though. I hate Christmas music. <laughs> Come on, Join you, the club. You don't have to play it up because we're the cool kids. You know, you can, you can tell oh. me if you like it. I, I hate Christmas music. I don't like Christmas. All right, Ebenezer. Well, uh, we'll... <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a Scrooge. I'm just, I'm not a big holiday person. I think you should be nice to each other all year and not just wait for Christmas. Novel idea. Yeah, how about Novel that? Novel idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Christmas is an excuse to be nice. I think you should be nice all the time. Hell Yeah. Well, I think we can hold on to those words, Valerie. Hold on right there, okay? We're going to get some information from you in just a minute. Don't hang up. Thank you. All right, hold on right there. How about Valerie, huh? Look, Look at that. that. I still like the presents, though. I mean, can we be nice to each other all the time and then like also give presents? All year all year round? Yeah, 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 constantly. If Constant I, present giving. If I spent that much money all year round, <laughs> no, nobody would have any money left. The economy right. would be booming, but we'd all be broke God, at home. It's, it's the worst, man. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Uh, it we're going to call it right there because we can't afford to give away any more money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So if you hear a Christmas song from here on out, I'm sorry. The the contest is now over. <laughs> no, I promise you. We'll make, we'll make good on that. We're not going to hit you with any full Christmas songs. <laughs> no, uh, you're going to hear a ton of fake ones tomorrow on the Morning X. <laughs> uh, but as far as uh, the rest of it goes, uh, thanks for playing along. And thanks to 815 Gardens for getting behind us again on the No Christmas Music Guarantee. Uh, Lou, any parting words? No. All right, then. And that's it. You made it all the way through the Morning X This Week podcast. Congratulations. Go ahead and share this with everybody you know. Tell them about us. Get them listening. Because if you love it, they will because you have fantastic taste, my friend.